0: the Lord, for Thy great plan, that we thy dwelling place may be.
1: Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two ministers of God's economy who served together in China for nearly 20 years. An exhaustive commentary on the entire Bible. This program is based on those messages. Before we join today's show, we'd like to give you our website where you can find more programs just like this one. It's LSMRadio.org. Again, LSMRadio.org. Now, here's our show today.
2: We welcome again Gary Kaiser into the studio. Thanks for coming in,
3: Gary. Thank you for inviting me.
2: Gary, I'm happy that you're here with us today as we embark on Genesis chapter 28. This is a pivotal and crucial chapter in the divine revelation. Witness Lee has even said that it is one of the most crucial chapters in the entire Bible. Why was there such a high appraisal of this chapter?
3: Well, this chapter actually governs the whole Bible. It opens up what's in the center of God's heart, His way of working. Firstly, we see that because this chapter, for the first time, opens up the matter of the house of God, and it also gives us a hint regarding the mingling of God and man. Secondly, this chapter unveils God's dealing with man with a purpose, that is to give man The land, the seed, and to make man the blessing. The land, that indicates something of God's kingdom. The seed, that indicates God's life flowing in and through vessels. And man, the blessing of God, by putting man in the land and constituting him with the seed, and even making him a part of the seed. Then this chapter also becomes the basis for the revelation of Jesus Christ as a ladder which joins heaven to earth. This is brought out in John's Gospel, the first chapter, which opens up very clearly the view of God concerning this ladder that is the center of Jacob's dream. Thanks, Gary. Let's join Witness Lee.
0: Genesis 28 is a turn, is a new start in God's revelation. In this chapter, the matter of God's house is revealed. And we have to know that the house of God is not merely a place, it is a composition a living composition of living persons listen to this man in genesis was first mentioned in chapters 1 and 2 chapter 1 tells us something wonderful that a man was made by God in his own image this is wonderful this man who was made in God's image was constituted with what? Not gold. Constituted with what? Dust. Yes, you bear the image of God. That's right. Wonderful. But the material of your makeup? Dust. You just tell me, is dust precious? Would you pick up? <laughs> a handful doesn't put into her pocket. I <laughs> can keep all the day. Eh? I don't like that. In that night when Jacob was there having a dream, I tell you, oh that dusty Jacob rusted upon hot. It's quite beautiful. You look at the picture. Here is a dusty man. Got tired. Alone son, disappointed, nearly without any future. I would say, probably, even that time, he didn't know where to go. The sun was side down, and he was there alone. He needed some rest. Where could he put his head? Praise the Lord. Stone. Stone. It's quite meaningful. You know, whenever we come to the Lord, first thing we get is rest. We rest. We rest. We are lonesome. We need the rest. We are disappointed. We need the rest. We don't know where to go. We need the rest. It seems to us there's no future. Hopeless. We need the rest. Praise the Lord. Here's the rest. Here's the rest. The rest is upon the stone. And where is the stone? The place that God's house is. Here is the place of your rest. It's meaningful stone. Don't think this is my interpretation or my aggregation of the Bible. No, you have to remember when Peter, the first time, came to the Lord. You know, the Lord changed his name. His name was Simon. Right away the Lord said, from now on, your name is Cephas, Peter. And that means what? A stone. From today, you become a stone. When we read through the whole Bible with the heavenly light, we could see why, when Peter firstly came to the Lord, the Lord right away changed his name from Simon to a stone, a stone. Then, after about three years, the Lord asked Peter, "Who do you say I am?" Peter said, "You are Christ. You are the Son of the Living God." The Lord said, "You are right." But I tell you, you are a stone. Don't forget, when the first day you came to me, I gave you the name stone. That was not merely a name. That should be a fact. You are a stone. Not just your name is named a stone. You. You are a stone. And I will build my church upon this rock. Now... Matthew, you can see this tongue is for the building of the church. And what is the church? Then in Timothy, we can see the church is just the house of the living God. And what the living God's house? The living God's house eventually, in eternity, at the end of the Bible, is just the new Jerusalem. The new Jerusalem is God's eternal house. And that New Jerusalem is built with dust, with clay, no. with what? Precious. With precious stone. Not only with stone, but with precious stone. The top stone. And the crystal stone. Transparent stone. Now, this is the Bible. We are to realize this is the divine revelation.
2: Well, Gary, there's a tremendous significance and implication with the elements of Jacob's dream. But would you say something for the benefit of those who have never heard of this kind of ministry before regarding the view presented here of the stone and its reappearance in the New Testament?
3: Well, Matt, the entire Bible is God-breathed. It's given by inspiration of God. There's a word "given" in 2 Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen. But the word there, the Greek, is "God-breathed." It's not merely a historical narrative of some events that brought forth Israel as the people of God. It's a revelation of the divine purpose. So when we come to the Old Testament, we come to a revelation, but that revelation needs further interpretation by looking at the whole Bible. What is the meaning of this dream, Jacob's reaction to it? Here we see the ladder, the angels ascending and descending, Jehovah standing at the top of the ladder, the promise of the land the seed, and the blessing are all a part of this revelation. And Jacob's response is to take a stone, which was his pillow in the night, and set it up to become a pillar, to pour oil on that pillar, and to declare this is the house of God, the gate of heaven, the stone even he called Bethel the house of god so this indicates that this event is central to god's purpose and it's confirmed by the revelation in the new testament concerning the stone very interesting that the lord jesus when he met peter his first response was your name is simon you will be called cephas or peter which means a stone. Why would he say that to Peter? And then at the end of the first chapter, Gospel of John, speaking now to Nathanael, he said, you will see the angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Who is the Son of Man? It is God who became a man. He is the one that is set up He is the ladder by which the angels ascend and descend. He is the connection between heaven and earth. The fact that Peter was called a stone made him very conscious of this, so that in his epistle, he makes reference to it. He says that the Son, that is Christ, as a chief cornerstone that was rejected by men, is to God precious and to us precious. He expresses the significance of that stone. That stone is Christ. That stone is so rich to us, and it makes us living stones. He is the cornerstone, the foundation stone, the top stone. Peter was also conscious of his status as a stone for the purpose to be built up as the house of God. Reminds us also of the Lord's words in Matthew chapter 16. You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. All of this indicates that the stone revealed there, the stone which was for the rest of man, the stone which also became the pillar for the house of God, that stone is significant in terms of the building up of the church as the house of the living God. Thanks, Gary. Let's rejoin Witness
2: Lee with our life study from Genesis.
0: You need to have a full view, a bird's eye view, to look into the Bible. From Genesis 1 and 2, you can see man was made in the image of God, yet weighs dust. The image of God is for God's expression. But the dust surely is not so good to express God. So, there is the need of a transformation. Amen. And transformation means what? means a change not only in form, but also in nature. It is a metabolic change. In Genesis 2, you have a man of clay. In Genesis 28, you have a man of clay resting upon a piece of stone. Oh, this is crucial. You have to realize, firstly, this piece of stone became a pillow. What does pillow mean? Everybody knows what is the meaning of the pillow. Resting. Rest. Stone, Pillow, Peter, Basil, the house of God. My. Not only so, in this short portion of the word, you have a ladder. Ladder set up on earth and reaching to the heavens. It's marvelous. According to human history, no one has ever had such a dream. A ladder with angels not descending first no but they were there ready to ascend they ascended to heaven to give a good report it's quite meaningful the gate of heaven could you see all these,
2: gary i'd like to ask you about the picture presented here in simple terms what is the stone that becomes a pillow, that becomes a pillar and eventually becomes the
3: house of God? Well, Matt, in the simplest word I would say it is Christ. Christ, first of all, is the pillow for our rest. When we come to Him, we just come to rest in Him. We come we realize He is so comforting, so encouraging, we can rest ourselves absolutely in him. But he's not only for our rest. He is for God's purpose. So he is the stone set up as a pillar for the building of God's house. It's really interesting that Jacob had the oil with him and poured that oil on that pillar. And as was pointed out in this life study, that stone is actually a man who has been transformed. That is that stone indicates that the clay man made in the image of God has now become a transformed stone. And the first man who is transformed is the man Jesus. He lived out a normal human life. He completed a human living that expressed God. He had an all-inclusive death, and he came up in an all-inclusive resurrection. He accomplished God's purpose in every detail. He was the man, the stone. He is precious, rejected by the builders, but to God, precious, and to us, precious, And he's also the foundation stone for the building of the house. He is that stone that is now becoming the house of the living God. This is marvelous. We enjoy a rich supply through this living stone. Christ himself, who is constituted as the cornerstone the top stone, the foundation stone in the house of the living God.
2: Thanks, Gary. Let's rejoin Witness Lee for the last portion of today's life study.
0: Then, lastly, the Lord said, Jacob, I'll be with you. I will take care of you. This corresponds with the Lord's word in Matthew 6. Seek first God's kingdom. Then all you need will be added to you. Amen. No problem. God will take care of your living. Amen. But poor Jacob, he made a deal with the Lord. He said, Okay, God, if you would keep me, that means protect me, and if you would bring me back in peace to my father's house, plus this, if you would give something for me to eat, you will give me something for me to put on, then, uh then, I will take you as my God. If you don't do this for me, pooh, forget about it. (laughs) If you give me something to eat, you give me something to put on, if you take care of my living, then, I'll take you as my God. And this will be your house. And whatever you give me, I will return one thing to you. And you have to give me ten times. Then you would expect I will return you one time. What a deal.
3: <laughs>
0: so I, I like this portion of the word. It covers not only oh, the kingdom of God, the house of God, the heavenly Things, The ladder of eternity. But also, it covers bread. God's term is, you seek the kingdom, then I will add you the bread. Your term is that, you give me the bread, then I will take your kingdom. (laughs) Tonight, I hope that we all can see, oh, you just be a piece of clay. Let the Lord work on you. He will give you the bread. He will give the remnant. Whatever you need, He will add to you. He gave you the land. He gives you the seed. He gives you the braising for all the families of this earth. Plus of these, He adds something to you. The bread, the remnant, are additional things. Do you believe? I not only believe, I've experienced it a lot. Have you seen all the points? How many points? I tell you, it is altogether not too much to say that this short portion of the divine word covers the whole Bible. The span of this word is wide. It covers the whole Bible. It covers the Bible from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. All the things are here. This is why I say it is crucial. From the dust to the stone. From the creation to the rest for the building of God's house. It's quite meaningful. As far as Jacob was concerned, firstly, he got the rest. And secondly, or eventually, or lastly, he got the promise that there will be no problem concerning his bread. No problem concerning his remnant. Rest, eating, clothing, no problem. Forget about that. But, speaking the truth, we all need the rest. And we all know rest includes what? Satisfaction. If you are not satisfied, if you don't have satisfaction, you could never be resting. You can never be at rest. You know, whenever we come to the Lord, first thing we get is rest. We rest. Right? We lost my father. And we lost my mother. And we lost my everything. Now, I need the rest. We need the rest. Praise the Lord. Here's the rest. There's the rest, the place that God's house is. Here is the place of your rest. It's meaningful. It is not together when I say we need ten nights to cover this portion because too many points.
2: Gary, we all appreciated the lessons that Abraham learned regarding his living, and now Jacob is getting similar learning from the Lord, but it seems that eventually it is when we give up our concern for our living altogether and focus on God's need that we get through in this area. Is this your own
3: experience? Yes, surely it is, uh, Matt. But when we talk about that, we need to recognize that we really don't have a way to give up our own need until we find Christ to be the rest for us. You know, when Jacob came to that, place. He was weary. He had been uh, running away from his brother Esau. He was just looking for some rest. He lay the stone down and lay his head upon that stone. He was exhausted, in need of rest. And many times that's where we are. And if you tell us at that time, forget about yourself, forget about your need, there's no possibility But when we have Him as our rest, when we look away to Him, when we experience Him as a present reality, we are at rest. And when we're at rest, we're able to concentrate our whole being on His interest, on His purpose. If we're not at rest, we can never be concerned for His interest. But when we find Jesus Christ the son of the living God, as our pillow, we are then able to set him up as the pillar of God's house and to focus our entire attention on being one with him for his purpose. His word is faithful. He has kept us through many experiences for his eternal purpose, his church, as his house, and his bride and his body. The church is constituted with men who are willing to give up their own interests to join with God for his purpose. When we do this, we surely experience his care for us. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate you coming in today. Thank you, Matt.
2: And thank you all for listening. If you'd like to get more information about our ministry and this Life Study program, the number is 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Or you can write to radio at lsm.org. On behalf of Gary Kaiser, this is Matt Miller. Thanks for listening today.
1: Thank you for listening to life study of the bible with witness lee brought to you by living stream ministry if you'd like to read the works of witness lee and watchman knee just visit our website ministrybooks.org from there you'll find over 600 complete titles available to read online free of charge witness lee's ministry stood squarely on the shoulders of his mentor and co-worker watchman knee as well as those of countless ministers of the New Testament throughout the ages. The riches contained in his life study of the Bible represent the top, the cream of his 70-plus years of ministry and range in topic from lessons for new believers to commentary and exposition on passages from every book of the Bible. But they all contain practical and deeper truths about the Christian life. Again, this wonderful online resource is available to you free of charge at ministrybooks.org. If you have questions or comments about this ministry or the program you heard today, email us radio at lsm.org or call us toll-free, 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Thanks for listening today.